Hey everyone, and welcome to Let the Play Develop podcast. Uh, today we have an interesting episode coming up for you. As you see, we got the three amigos, and uh, Chris will be uh, via, with us via text. Very interesting uh, episode we have coming up. We're going to go ahead and even swap things up. We're uh, starting off with uh, our draft of NFL, the most likable NFL players. So this is current only. So that'll be interesting. And then we're also going to give you some of our winners and losers from the past week in sports. So without a further Ooh. ado, y'all ready to get into it? Let's do yeah. it. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start with Seth's pick, then Nate, then myself, and then Chris. And we'll let you know what Chris says, because obviously you, you don't see his face. So, <laughs> Seth, you go ahead and kick us off. With my first pick, I am taking the Pledge Helper, a.k.a. Joe Burrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, like a villain, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He it's kind the of has women. a villain edge to him. I'm having the every they single woman in America on my side. NFL fan. Every single woman oh, in America yeah. is going to well, be okay. on my side. I think that there is another player that is rivaling him for the women. But right now, I think you got the slight edge. I am um, ready for this pick. This is I really wanted this one. I am going with running back for the New Orleans Saints, Jamal Williams. Uh, Likeable NFL players. Uh, his talks about Pokemon and whatever they posted when he played for the Lions. They were great videos. Just happy-go-lucky. Um, I picked Jamal here. Nah, uh, he that's, was gonna be my that's second. good. He was going to be that's my second really good pick. pick. I was going to introduce pick. him as a... Uh, First Wack Kazakage, leader of the Hidden Village of the Dead. <laughs> Bro, it's just a treasure. I That's a good one. I ain't mad at that at all. So I'm kind of torn because I've been really thinking between two players. But I'm going to go ahead with the guy that I genuinely think has no haters. I, I could be wrong, but I don't know anyone who hates this guy. So I'm going to go with the safe pick and go with Christian McCaffrey, number one overall. Or for my okay. first pick, I should say, not number one. That's a good pick. I had him on my list. He was sitting around number four. But my oh. list isn't necessarily in order. He was actually very low on my list, so I'm okay with that. Wow. Bro, you're tripping. I don't think there's a running back in the league. Okay, other than Jamal Williams, because everyone loves that guy. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if Chris McCaffrey has anyone else. Oh, uh, we got a first pick in from Chris. Dun, 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 I, dun, I'm dun, disappointed. Dun. Chris, that was going to be my next pick. Oh, he won't make uh, it back to you at all. All right. <laughs> Wait, Chris I has made Williams a selection. After Jamal Williams. Chris has made a selection. Um, why is he texting us multiple? Oh, oh, we think it's a snake draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, at one, he has Travis Kelsey. A draft of likable player has to include Travis Kelsey. He's maybe the most fun player here. He's an all-time great at his position. He's fun to root for, hard to root against. The dynamic between him and his brother has always been a special matchup. He's easily one of the top guys on the list. And at number two, he said Patrick Mahomes the second. Duh. Uh, I do think that. I, yeah, I I just, yeah because people, people like him. People don't like his family at all. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, yeah. I think I yeah. think Travis Kelsey is the standout out of those two because I think uh, 
I think people might be tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes win. Because he, I mean, he hasn't been in the league as long, and it just had immediate success. Whereas Travis Kelsey's been in the league a long time, is now getting the success. I like the Travis Kelsey pick a lot, though. Well, that so, brings us to the second round. Well, we already kicked the start. Yeah, back to me. So, yeah, I was thinking, and I, I thought about a player, but I'm going to go ahead and take a player that really shot up the boards last year. And... I have seen I, I have seen his popularity with the women in particular skyrocket. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts. Listen, okay. I'm pretty sure almost everyone other All than smiles. Cowboys fans. Yeah, really now Cowboys fans may hate him, but I think everyone else, and there's a lot of people who hate the Cowboys, <laughs> really like Jalen Hurts. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts here. It's just like when that um That's fair. when that fan that fan fell onto him from the stands, like and it <laughs> fell over and he t- helped him up and took a picture with him. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but a lot of famous people are like, get off of me. This man helped this person up, then gave them a photo. So I, I like my yeah. I like Jalen Hurts. So is that's back to me, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So with my number two pick, it's time for me to get my quarterback in. I'm taking Josh Allen, uh such a likable guy. Um, and the reason I say that isn't because of his on the field stuff or it's the Bills social media team has really just shown that, Josh Allen that for who bad. he is. Honestly. Um, you're like, Happy birthday, Josh, and just watching him react to the gift, stuff like that. That is a great content. Honestly, my favorite one in particular. Been... What was that? Uh, Seth? Uh, my favorite one in particular is the one where he gets the video from Matt Barkley. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Great. Uh, no, no, those are great. Honestly, to me, I think Josh Allen. I, this might be controversial, but on the on the all time likable picks, I think I like him over Patrick Mahomes. Now, not on a skill thing, but oh just yeah, saying. yeah, you know, I like him more than Patrick for sure. He, so, Patrick wasn't on my list, not out of disrespect, but I just didn't have him. Yeah, I know. I think some people don't like the fact he came to the league and dominated. I, I don't mind that. I just. I don't know. I don't like listening to him talk. No, it's not personal. <laughs> he <laughs> said, get out of here, Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, uh, such an old joke. Go ahead. I All know. right, with my second pick, I am going to take, um, wait, he plays for the 49ers tight end, George Kittle. Okay. <laughs> Good pick. Brad had convinced himself. Very I don't remember where he play, I don't remember where he played that, but yeah, if you uh NBA I mean sorry, NFL Mike Dub has really made this guy a very likable person because he just shows off his personality. And also when the cam- even when he's not mic'd up, the, the camera finds him. Uh my fa- my personal favorite moment of his is the one where he's like talking to the like the reporter and he's and she's like, Can I he's like, Can I go now? She's like, Yeah, he goes <laughs> and runs off like a little boy. <laughs> that made me that uncomfortable. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't feel safe anymore. (laughs) I said, all right, throwing it back with my third. With my third pick, I'm going to be taking Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Um, I think that's Jason better than I like Travis. I think think Jason's a little bit more likable, mostly because of his like ultimate dad energy that he brings. Um, where Travis is, is the more like, I want. Be, oh, let's party, let's hit the kegs, boys, type guy. Jason's the more like, let's go home and watch nah, a movie with I the family. It. Like, honestly, yeah, I, I want really Jason and my family myself. get together. I was gonna say, I mean, and granted, I took two picks over him, but I, I honestly do think it's kind of despicable that Jason Kelsey went third round. So I think you got a massive steal there. So great job. 
Okay, well, you're up next, aren't you, Steven? No, it's you, Nate, and then I go. Oh, it's back to me again. I am so yes. slow. Oh, no, you're good. Can I pick a weird pick here? Oh, uh, I just, if, you it's pick, not... if, you, if you pick my pick, I'm going to be mad. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm probably not going to pick what you pick. Um, I feel um, like you are. So I have one guy who might come on later on my list who I don't know if he has a job in the league right now. He might. But this okay, guy, it's not so then. much that... So much that this guy, it's not so much that people love him. It's so much that people don't hate him. And I am, I'm not picking that guy yet. I'm changing up. We're going a different route. I <laughs> am, I'm going to go with this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going with the safe pick, safe pick, safe pick. I, I'm going to take Von, Von Miller here. I think he's a yeah. wonderful guy. Honestly. Um, he is. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll pick a riskier one later down the list, but Uh-oh. I was gonna pick. Uh, I might show y'all who. I'll tell y'all later in the honorary mentions if they make the, gotcha. make the list. But um, now Von Von Miller, I gotta play it safe. We're too we're too early to be taking people that I know won't be there. I no, I respect it. Uh, the fact that Von Miller is a massive reason why the the Panthers don't have a Super Bowl, and I still don't have like that much mean to say about him. Just, just shows how likable of a guy he is. So, I think it's a good pick. I think it's the glasses. I so <laughs> he does look way more likable with time the glasses for controversy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. And I don't know something about him off the Broncos has made me like him more. Maybe that's just the bitter Panthers fan. I don't know, but <laughs> him on the Bills and Probably. Rams, I just feel like has been like I just liked him more. Anyway. I'm going to go ahead and move on to my third round pick, I or so my third pick. This one might be controversial. I might get some hate for it, okay? But that being said, he's the most popular player at his position. If you've seen any interviews about him, bro looks wild. He has so many more talents than just playing uh, football. So I'm going to go with the one, the only, Justin Tucker. That's where I'm taking a kicker, baby, just because I think, bro, I love Justin Tucker, so I feel like... That's a great I feel thing. Like Thank you. Dang, dang it, Steven. <laughs> hey, hey. Chris just texted in, and he said that three things are certain in life, death, taxes, and Nate fumbling a great draft in the third round. Did I ruin it with Vaughn Miller? Is he a bad so. pick? I Let's don't see think his third pick. I would like to reserve until I see his third pick come in in just a second. Bro, bro, no, Steven, I was also thinking about taking Justin Tucker. Bro, what you didn't mention, Justin Tucker is not only the best kicker in the NFL and probably the game's ever seen, bro is an incredible opera singer. <laughs> a cr- cr- that's what I'm saying. And a great personality, dude. His teammates love him. No kicker gets respect yeah. like Justin Tucker, so I love that. Okay. Facts. Well, we got Chris's pick in. He picked the guy I was talking about earlier. You don't hate him. as Teddy Bridgewater. He was on okay. my list. Um. I was thinking about drafting him. That's, um, But he said, you're a criminal if you hate or root against Teddy Bridgewater. His story, everything he's had to go through with injuries and fighting back into a starting role. He's a man you want to see succeed, and he's just fun. I don't know that I've ever seen him frown. Um, and he takes on that pick. I almost picked him, but you know what? I wanted to be safe, and Von Miller is just as likable as Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I mean, anyway. I don't disagree. But his fourth pick 
was Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, who has been a fan favorite for a number of franchises since his dominant days at LSU. Matthew is such a fun, friendly guy with an amazing, undeniable talent, which makes him easy to root for. And Chris, your L on this take is not mentioning his overcoming injuries as well. Um, so, you know what? Maybe he just got tired of typing. Yeah, it could have. Honestly, I'm a little confused by the hate on the um, Von, Von Miller. I like Von Miller. I don't think that was a bad pick. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to my um, fourth round pick. Um, okay. Uh, to me, I, I, I'm i glad that I got the support that I got for the Justin Tucker pick. I'm about to go with another one that might be controversial because I feel like not many uh, players who've played one year in the, uh, in the NFL will make this list. But I'm going to go ahead and take a guy who just showed up on the scene last year and exploited. And I think everyone was happy for it. And I'm taking Brock Purdy, baby. I think he's he the most likable 49ers player. So, or uh, actually maybe behind, I took Chris McCaffrey number one. I took and George Kittle, but I think he is what, I think he made the whole 49ers like as a whole more likable. So I'm going with Brock Purdy here with my fourth overall. That's a great pick, pick Steven. I like Thank it. You. Very That's solid. A really good pick. Mr. Okay. Irrelevant. Back around. To me, and I'm taking this one to spite Chris. He's probably not got it on this list, but I got Taysom Hill here. Um, very likable individual. <laughs> I love it. Mr. Utility, Mr. Plug and Play. Um, and I don't know. He's just, he's always got a smile on his face. He's always having fun. Um, I don't think anyone hates him unless you're watching the game and you know he's about to run the ball at quarterback and you can't stop him. That's or the only if time you were an Hill. Alvin Kamara uh, fantasy football owner and you saw Taysom Hill keep rushing in one yard touchdowns instead of Alvin <laughs> Kamara, but like, yeah, no, I get you completely. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I don't know why Chris always comes for me. You know what? So I'm gonna just make it a point. Okay. Very, he very, uh, he sent us some expletives. <laughs> he, he, he was not a fan of that. Or I don't think he was a fan of you taking it, Nate. I think he likes the pick. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I had to, right, had so to he was it, on my list waiting there around that spot, so I had to go ahead and snatch him up just to spike Chris. Nah, um, so. I get you. That's a good pick. I like it. But I hate the fact that I have two Saints players on my list now. But it's That's okay. fine. I got 249. Jamal Williams so. is still... Jamal Williams is still a lion at heart. Dude, I love the Jamal so, Williams pick. Back to mm. me? Yes. Here? You got two. You finishing awesome. up to or your draft. I mean. <sighs> All right, boys. My number four is a no-brainer. I'm taking Mr. Gwitty himself, Justin <laughs> Jefferson, the wide receiver of our generation, baby. I, I have to say. Inspiring kids all over the world to hit the gritty. I have to say. I to me he was the hardest player to rank because I didn't know if I was just putting him too high or what, but I I like the pick personally. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I want I would like to see a little bit more out of Justin Jefferson is I want to get to know him a little bit better. Um, yeah, but no, as far as his on the field, his on the oh, field yeah. personality is great. <laughs> I Justin agree. Jefferson for the children. <laughs> 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 okay. If you don't make that a clip, <laughs> let's go ahead and, and number... the fifth pick. And with my uh. fifth and final pick, I am taking Dolphins defensive lineman Christian Wilkins. 
I like Christian okay. Wilkins. I, I wouldn't like, have had him on my list. I wouldn't even thought of him, but I like him. This is no, I if like you that go. Pick. He has maybe one of my favorite uh, Mike Dup moments of all time. He's talking trash. I forgot who it was. He's talking trash to some offensive lineman from a team, and the offensive lineman was like, "I'm gonna push you into the ground." He's like, "No, you will not scare me." <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's just like, he sounds about. just like a little kid. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris, let the record show Chris is upset in the in the group chat right now that we're <laughs> All right, so okay. we're back to you, um, Nate. I'm going to do something unprecedented. I'm going to tell <laughs> oh, you who God. my pick would have been, who my pick would have been here, and then I'm taking another Spike Chris pick. Um, <laughs> I love so, it. <laughs> my pick here would have been a little off the wall. It was going to be Rodrigo Blankenship. Um, because he's just a likable kicker. You root for mm-hmm. the guy. I don't know what it is, but instead, I'm taking Cameron Jordan here. He is such a fun <laughs> on the field player. I actually <laughs> knew that. I actually knew that was um, the next one, <laughs> bro. That's so funny. <laughs> a good, a good um Christian fellow. So I'm picking my man Cameron Jordan. I um, the rounded out. I. <laughs> I actually knew that was your next <sighs> pick. Alright, so I feel like um controversy has actually helped me because what I thought is controversial picks I've really gotten your support on. So I'm gonna go with the player that I don't even know if he's on y'all's radar. I mean I know everyone knows okay. who he is. I'm gonna go with Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill to the I thought about it. No, made like him it. more likable. And he has some hilarious clips. Uh Lionel Messi going to Inter Miami. The video he sent him was hilarious. Him going on uh, uh, Jake Paul's podcast, hilarious. So I think Tyreek Hill is becoming more for the people. So I'm going to take Tyreek Hill right here. I like it because he just ever since he ever since Tyreek Hill discovered Fortnite, he's become a more likable individual uh, or started streaming it. Because that just still, I mentioned it before, that one clip of him just getting ran up on by a gang of bananas and shot up in the game. It's just, it's hilarious because watching his reaction. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I I agree. I think over the last two to three years, Tyreek Hill, I mean, obviously he shot up like the wide receiver board as being one of the best wide receivers, but also on the likable scale. Mm -hmm. The little peace thing gets a fine, you know what he does? He gets gloves with the peace sign, like, on it, so you can see he just put his hand up and it has like a peace thing. I love. Why him, does dude. it get Tyreek a fine? Uh, I guess he was taunting. Uh, I think he was taunting. So okay. Well, now we're at um, his last pick. Chris picks Trent Williams. Um, he said simply, "My favorite tackle in the NFL. He's dominant. Um, he's fun. He giggles while stuffing defenders. He talks a ton of lip, but he doesn't. He backs all of it too." I don't know anyone who dislikes Trent that isn't just a straight-up hater of the Niners. I mean, um, Chris also said, I want to add my qualifications for this last um, um, for this list. To me, the two biggest qualifications for this list are A, a player who is undeniably objectively great at their position. We never said that. Um, <laughs> he either doesn't talk smack um, to the media or does talk um, back at it every time. Or- and backs it every time. Also, being involved in the fewest amount of scandals, arrest is a great qualifier too. 
I mean, if we are talking about great, then, like, even the greatness of the player, then I think other than Brock Purdy, and I'm not saying any hate towards his skill, because I think he is a really good quarterback. He just hasn't proven as much yet in the NFL. But, I mean, I got some studs on my list either way, so I'm feeling good. I really like my list. Hear me out. Um, Chris is going to listen back to this and be like, he's already said I was pandering. The only pick that was made purely out of spite was Cameron Jordan, which I still think he is one of the NFL's most likable players. Um, but I already had Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill on my list. Um, so they Dude. were going to go where they went. But Cameron Jordan just icing on the cake. So I will just let everyone know how much of it. Like, I think my list turned out good, but. Something I did miss, and I just wanted to give you credit for Nate. The Jamal Williams pick was fantastic. I don't know how I have it. I don't have him written down. I think that was a, a giant mistake by me. I love that pick. So Thank I have you. to go back and look. I was it. just yeah. hoping no one else took him. I yeah. had two honorable mentions in um in uh who was it? It was uh, Nick Chubb and mm-hmm. Creed Humphrey. The center for the, I think Creed Humphrey, the center for the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. I have yeah. one honorable mention. Okay, go ahead. Well, I already said one, Rodrigo, but um, my other honorable mention was Buda Baker. Uh, until the recent trade request, he's been a very likable guy on and off the field. I, I think so. And even then, that doesn't make him a villain, just the Cardinals it does. <laughs> right. All right. So I had two honorable mentions. I, <clears throat> the reason these guys are honorable is because I – Honestly, they were going to be like my last desperation picks. But one is Jeremy Chin. I I know you can call me biased as a Panthers fan, but I think he's one of the most mm-hmm. more popular players on the Panthers. And then on top of that, I don't know how many uh, viewers we have that watch MMG, but he had a whole se- a series basically dedicated to the Crimson Chin, which is Jeremy Chin. So I feel like I mean I feel like Jeremy Chin's pretty likable. And then on top of that, uh, my second one is Chris Olave. I have no idea if anyone even cares about Chris Olave. I just personally love Chris Olave. I've never seen a rookie wide receiver that runs routes so crisp. So I love Chris Olave. I should have, I should have put him in place of Von Miller. I <laughs> done almost a complete Saints draft, <laughs> dude. I don't even know if he's on people's list, but I love Chris Olave. So yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like Chris. Not um long Galave. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> okay. Well that wraps up our draft, right? Yep. Sure does. Okay. All right. So, um he said congratulations to Steven on smoking another draft. I think Chris just loves you. I think, I that's think so all. he does. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I think you've had some great drafts, but I don't think you've had undeniably the best draft of every draft we've ever done. All right. So, would you like my honest opinion? Uh, I think one. I think uh, the salary cap. I can't remember what the first draft we were a part of. I think I clearly won the first two drafts that we had Chris on the show, and ever since that moment, I've just won every draft after that, whether it be deserved or not, and I'm okay with it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, I just what... think Jamal Williams. Oh no! I, think I love the no Jamal matter Williams how big. no matter how bad the rest of my list is, Jamal Williams covers up the other sins. <laughs> I almost nah. made him number one. I probably should have, dude. Okay. And I, I have to say, to me, Jason Kelsey in the third, probably the biggest deal of the draft. 
Maybe Justin Tucker yeah. might count, but anyway. So no, are we going to move into winners and losers? Yep. All right, so who the wants to go first? and losers. Ooh. I, can, I, I can start us off. I mean, All right, go ahead. Um, okay, so my... I have two winners, one loser. They're all free agency related because that's just kind of where we're at. Um, for the NBA, of course. My big winner, um, number one, is Dylan Brooks. Um, how <laughs> in the world that man got an $80 million contract? The world will never know. Um, we thought he wasn't getting signed, and now he's out here making a bag. But honestly, no matter how much the media is painting them in the negative light, I like the signing for Houston uh, because he is just a guy that can fit in there. Um, bring in, I want to say discipline, but put some of the dog into the, some of those younger players. So mm-hmm. even I, though, even though Dylan Brooks is kind of like half fake dog, half tough dog, I don't know. No, um, I get you. But I think he's winner, all about the scrap. He just don't have the always have the ability to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's gonna talk that talk. Okay, so it's my just second one is someone that <laughs> no one is really gonna talk about. So I wanted to bring him up. That's my man, Obi Toppin. I really like him being traded to the Pacers and getting a change of scenery. Oh, a so place he's another sign, winner, right? Sign. Huh, yeah, he's a winner. Okay, so coming gotcha. into Indiana, he's just going to get a chance to get some minutes. He's athletic. I'm going to yeah. love watching the athleticism on the play in that offense. So I'm not that I'm ever going to watch an Indiana game. But <laughs> if they make it to the playoffs, I may be tuning in to watch a few um, because now that's just a really cool young core. And – I thought coming into the draft, Ovi Toppin was going to be better than he is. I think being in New York has held him back a lot. I could be completely wrong, but Tyrese Halliburton is very excited about playing with Ovi. He even tweeted about it. Um, so my loser is straightforward and very simple. My loser of this draft, as of right now, subject to change depending upon their haul, is Portland. Um, they were, or not this draft, my my loser pick anyway. They yeah, were unable yeah. to satisfy Dame. Um, giving Jeremy Grant a $160 million contract is not a great way to think to let your star player know we are going in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just, Dame saw that contract and he was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and Dame has taken the high road on this and been very patient. And very diligent, so he's really a winner, but I'm not going to put him on this week's list. But the Portland organization has gone into full rebuild, and they're not losers overall. They're just losers for letting Dame go at this point. Personally, if you have a star like Damian Lillard, as much as they need to rebuild, I would have traded to the third pick. I would mm-hmm. have tried to get a star, at least give it one more go around, and if you're bad, blow it up and you can get a first pick later. Scoot's a star, but we get stars in the league every every draft, every other draft. So if you if you trust your scouting team that much, then I would have traded to pick. No, I get you. I so I'm gonna go ahead and move into my winners and losers. Uh it's kind of funny, they're similar, but a little bit different. So my first winner was anyone who signed with the Rockets in free agency because they got paid. Now, I know a lot of this has to do with the new rule changes with the aprons and the like the first apron and the salary, you know, floor. The salary cap going up. And if you're not within 10 million of the salary cap, you just give that extra money to the league anyway. So you might as well pay them. So not only am I throwing in people who signed with Houston, but 
I have to say, Houston has completely, in two weeks, has completely changed my opinion on them. To me, they looked like a team that was going to be stuck to a team where I actually like their direction. Obviously, Fred Van Vliet will not help that team long term, but I think he can be a great mentor and help Amin Thompson and kind of show a bit of a winning mentality, which we've all clowned Houston for just highlight hooping, not caring about winning. So I think Fred helps that. Uh, Dylan Brooks can help them. Hey, y'all actually have to play defense. I'm sure he will chew into them. So, you know, I have to say, (laughs) listen, it is undeniable. If you watch anything other than just exactly what the media will try and tell you or what people who are not connected to NBA, if you actually listen to people who are connected to the NBA, they will all tell you Dylan Brooks was made to be the scapegoat of Memphis so they could get by with, you know, not blaming Jaw and not blaming the roster they had. But they had realistically, going on. <laughs> yes, there was so much more than just Dylan That's Brooks fair. that went wrong in Memphis. So I kind of like what Houston's done. We'll have to see the final product in about two years because I think, again, anyone that's connected to the NBA will tell you that um, Fred Van Vliet is signed that contract with intentions of not being there three years. I have actually heard that, that he will probably be there a year or two and then get traded. So we'll have to wait and see. But I kind of like what Houston's done. It sounds crazy. They had to spend money. I kind of like it. So that's my winners. I have two losers. The first one's the Trailblazers. I won't even go into context since Nate did that. But they basically is the Jeremy Grant situation because as soon as they decide <laughs> to give that man a bag, Dame said I'm out, and then they're stuck giving him that bag. A so, role player? <laughs> yeah, so um, that one's – I don't even need to say that. To me, the other big loser – is the Hawks. Uh, I think they have shot themselves in the foot. They went from a young team that looked like they had tons of upside to trading John Collins for a second-round pick, (laughs) Uh, just doing salary Mm -hmm. dumps. So their team, they did a salary dump because they're like, we're going to have to pay Onyeka Kongwu. We're going to have to pay uh, Trey Murray, so like they, I don't see how they get better. To be honest, their best bet is probably to suck one year and to get a really good player again. Because to me, they look like they might be stuck in the in the last playoff spot, playing territory for a while, and that is not where you want to be. So that's my second loser. Meanwhile, Utah is on the way up. Yeah, you saw that Utah almost traded for Porzingis, um, but. He didn't want to opt into his contract to go to Utah. Um, they yeah. offered a better package. Can you imagine Porzingis and Markkinen? Dude, and I think, disgusting. I honestly think when the Cavs played Laurie Markkinen at small forward, I think he liked it. And so I almost think that's why they were looking for another big man so they can move Laurie Markkinen to small forward when he comes yeah. back. Markkinen, Markkinen um, Porzingis, and Kessler. It's crazy. That's I've so that much height, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so I'm to Seth. All right, what about you, Seth? Do you have anyone? If you so don't, it's cool. My winners and losers. Uh, this uh, this week, my winner winners uh, are uh, kind of the opposite of what y'all said. I think the winners are uh, Jeremy Grant and Fred Van Fleet in this situation. <laughs> no, that's fair. They caught a bag. Yeah. When should they have? Probably not as much as they got. Um, my losers, on the other hand, are, like y'all said, the Trailblazers, but y'all have already beat the dead horse on that one. 
Um, so I'm gonna go uh any single guard on either of the Rockets or the Thunders uh roster. The Rockets now have Amon Thompson, um, Jalen Green, Fred Van Fleet, and uh still have Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, he's and they're still gone trying or to go play. after either James Harden or Kyrie Irving. Why? Kyrie signed. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard they're, that they're trying to go. They're trying to trade for him if they can't, though. If the uh, if they can't get James Harden, hmm. Um, and then also on top of that, they just traded Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah, what? you don't was... have any other wings except for uh, Tari Eason. Um, and then the Thunder, they already have Kasan Wallace, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Josh Giddy. Uh, they just traded for Victor Oladipo for some reason. And then they also just signed like a freaking like star point guard from the Euro League. It I I don't get what they're doing when they're they don't need guards they need forwards. Hmm. It's fair. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I, I guess I, I like guess so. But, I mean, they already I have like thirteen freaking first round picks in the next three years. They don't need to stockpile talent right now. I mean, he's it's yeah. not wrong about that part. I don't know. Um, but can I add one more winner? Sure. Um, I'm adding the Washington Wizards, not for turning the franchise around, but for creating what is going to be in a tanking season, very entertaining basketball. Can you imagine Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma on the court together? The wild things that are going to happen, whether good or bad, that is going to be must see. (laughs) I have to say one thing that I don't think is getting talked about enough for the Wizards. I'm not saying they're a winner. I don't want to. But I, I get what you're saying. For a tanking team, I do like what they've done. But I am very curious to see Tyus Jones as a starting point guard. He has been telling Memphis he is starting caliber. He has the best assist to turnover ratio. Like yeah. you said, this might be crazy, but the Wizards may have have a entertaining losing style of basketball. I'm just saying they might actually like be entertaining while losing. So. Well, the thing for me with Kuzma and Poole is they're just, I'm going to throw up the shot type of guys. Yeah. And watching that is just going to be fun. <laughs> like, hey. I, I mean, I, I w- I'll go ahead. I was going to say that. I was going to say, I was worried when I was like, oh, they're tanking. Okay. Well, we need to do this. Like, it's a good move. But to actually say, see a team now where it's like, I want to watch these games. <laughs> like, so I wasn't expecting that. No, I get you. Now, this is just worth noting that uh, I know Jordan Poole is the guy that gets clowned on. He shows up whenever the baddies are, are front court. Well, do you know who one of the more vocal Washington Wizards supporter is? Who? <laughs> this may get cut out, but Mia Khalifa. So I'm just very curious to see how Jordan Poole and her interact, if they interact at all. Because I feel like since it's a meme and she writes about sports now, like, it's probably gonna her, come up. She's or now a she's now a personality. So yeah, um, I think yeah. that would be funny to see. I, I hope that there is some kind of interaction <laughs> this season. <laughs> oh man! No, the biggest thing. Right, um, um, the biggest thing for me was uh, not like you said. I'm excited to see how they are on the court. Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole. I'm excited how what they do off the court because those two guys like to uh, have a time to say the least. Yeah. I would agree with that. They're going to be like John Wall back in DC in the old days, going to the club. Uh, we're, we're getting the revamped. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I've now successfully made this to Washington Wizards podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> keep for joining. Thank you for watching Locked On Wizards. We'll see you. Next. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Anyone else have anything else to add this week? Um, anything? Um, any thoughts? Any uh, prayers? <laughs> I mean, just in my opinion. If a team told a player that under no circumstances will they even think about resigning him, I wouldn't give him twenty mil a year. But the Rockets did it, so that's interesting. We yeah. don't know what the market looked like. I guess that's uh, apparently it was the market was very large and very inflated. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, mm-hmm. remember players Dylan Brooks was the aspect. I forgot what trade it was, but there was almost a trade for Dylan, uh, um, a trade between the Grizzlies and another team, and they thought they were trading Dylan Brooks, but it was actually a different Brooks. And when they found oh, out yeah. it wasn't Dylan Brooks, they canceled the trade. They were like, yeah. "No." <laughs> uh, also, um, like Brooke Lopez got two years, uh, forty-eight million. Bruce, he's Brown. like thirty-six or thirty-seven. Bruce, Bruce Brown, Brown got, got two years, bag. forty-five million. Wasn't he on a minimum contract? And bro said, you know, well, I'm going from minimum to $25 million. Like, that's crazy. Which, it does Desmond have a team Bain. option. Desmond yeah. Bain got paid. A $207 million Lamelo got extension. five-year 260. Tyrese Halliburton got five-year 260. Tyrese People got paid. People got paid. That was Didn't my Russell away. Westbrook. Prop Russell State. Westbrook, who wants to win a championship. Bro, yeah, that I mean, honestly, that's one of the best contracts that's been signed. <laughs> yeah, it is for the team, um, not for the player. Okay, well, this has been Locked On Wizards. No, I don't want to get sued. We said it twice. Uh, this is, uh, let the let let the play develop. Um, where we bring you bad takes on a weekly basis, but we hope true. that you agree with us and like us enough to think they're good takes. Um, we will see you next week, and thank you for joining us. Uh, hey. Follow us, please. Um, it, our lives depend on it. Bye.